Dressed in holiday style In the air there's a feeling of Christmas Children laughing, people passing Greeting smile after smile And on every street corner You'll hear silver bells Silver bells It's Christmas time in the city Ring-a-ling Hear them ring Soon it will be Christmas Day Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Come on Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say it glowed And all of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Joining any reindeer games Help me now Then one foggy Christmas Eve Santa came to say Rudolph with your nose so bright Won't you guide our sleigh tonight And then how the reindeer loved them As they shouted out with glee Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer You'll go down in history. Now listen. Yeah, praise the Lord. Now listen, listen. Here we go. Listen, as much as I love Silver Bells and Rudolph and love to sing those songs and White Christmas, Christmas means a whole lot more than Silver Bells. Chris, yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. A lot of people just turned us off because they didn't think I believed it. But Christmas means a whole lot more than Rudolph. And guys, to be honest with you, if there was no Jesus, there certainly wouldn't be any silver bells. If there was no Jesus, you think Rudolph could pull off Christmas around the world? Yes or no? All they've done is piggybacked on it. That's all. That's all. They've jumped on the, on the train. But it's Jesus. Jesus is the train. You understand that? It's all about Jesus. Okay? Anything wrong with having fun? No, not at all. Okay? Listen, but to compare those songs with the songs we just sung, the songs about Jesus being Messiah, are you kidding me? There's no comparison. Did y'all hear me or not? So my message this Christmas started last week. I grew up not knowing Christ. I didn't know really what Christmas was. If you had have told me the Christmas story, I'd have been like, wow, that's crazy. We celebrated Christmas but in a broken home, an alcoholic home. But I didn't know about Jesus. I didn't know about Christmas Eve services. I didn't know about getting together and eating after church tonight about 5 o'clock and then having an open house where people come and celebrate Jesus and come and just love on each other. and have. I had no idea what that was. And you heard last week how I put my faith in Christ and my drunk mama. And we thank God for people like Billy Graham that preached on the TV. And people that supported a ministry like that that thought it was important enough to reach people like me and my family in the country. Amen? 
But I'm different now. I've been saved. Amen. And uh, God's taken my life and has just given me an incredible life. And so I'm going to continue that series this week with the old T-shirt. Here it is. Christmas means so much more. Say that with me. Christmas means a whole lot more. Say it that way. Christmas means a whole lot more. And that's my message today. I'm going to talk about it. Y'all ready to go or not? Say. So here we go. Christmas means a whole lot more. I'm going to set a little bit because I about knocked myself out that first service. I preach like a crazy lunatic. And uh, I don't realize, I mean, I'm just not 30 anymore. I still work like a dog. I'm a crazy person, man. But anyway, I'm going to try to stay on this stool. Let's see what I, I'm going to probably fall off of it. Here we go. Christmas means a whole lot more. Let's go, Big Raj. How you doing back there, buddy boy? Doing good? Amen. Here we go. Let's go with the message. If you're here for the first time, I use this big screen. This is my message. And I put it up on this big screen. All I know how to do is write them. And Roger knows how to make all the graphics and make it all work. And he's been with me for 17 years. Can we thank the Lord for that guy right there? Come on. He is a partner in crime. Amen. Amen. Here we go. So say that with me. This is the title of the message today. Say it loud. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. What's the title, Clark? That's the title. See, Christmas means a whole lot more. And guys, I don't want to be one of those people, people sanctimonious and whatever, and, and you can't sing happy Christmas songs. You've lost your mind. Listen, you can have fun, have a good time. I love getting gifts at Christmas. Are you kidding me? No. Hello. Love that baby. Hey, buddy. Good to see you, man. God bless you. Come back. Hey, that's a daddy right there. Get me getting out of here. That man will knock me out if he hears you holler like this. Anyway, here we go. But anyway, but, uh, but we want to talk about he's, he, Christmas is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Christmas is the Lord Jesus Christ. Behold, thou shalt conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. Say it with me. And shall call his name Jesus. Amen. And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their what? Sins. See how Christmas is a little more than city sidewalks? You understand? You being saved from your sins? Me? Wow. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, say it with me, a Savior, help me, which is Christ the Lord. Amen. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the message. That's our focus. I'm going to get up. Here we go. I knew it. There are more than 300 prophecies. Say it with me. 300. How many? 300. How many? 300. There are more than 300 prophecies in the Bible concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. And here's the cool thing. Most have already come true. There's more than how many? How many? See, you probably didn't know that. You're going to go home today and I learned me something. There's more than 300 prophecies. That's, that's predicted things that are in the Old Testament. Even some are in the, in, in, in the New Testament because some of them have yet to be fulfilled. But most have already come true. So when somebody comes up to me and says, well, you don't believe that Bible, do you? Well, I'd be a fool not to. 
wouldn't believe something that when like 280 of them have already come to pass. Did you hear what I just said or not? You don't believe all that Bible, that made-up man stuff. Well, I tell you what, that made-up man did a pretty good job. We can't even predict next week's weather. But you can predict all this is going to happen, say. Guys, we are crazy people when we think going to church is going to get us to heaven. When right in the Scripture, it tells us all this was going to happen so that you and I could be saved. Oh, but I'm good to my neighbor. That's going to get me to heaven. That's going to get you just maybe a Christmas card from them or something. That's about it. It's not going to get you to heaven. And you, you might say, well, Clark, this sounds different than what I was taught. Well, you were taught wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. So what? People are saying stuff all the time that's full of bull. You hear me or not? It's about Jesus. Over 300 prophecies... Pop it back up, buddy. That other slide, that previous one. In the Bible concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. Over 300. Over how many? 300. And I'm cool. I didn't know one of them. I didn't know any of them, okay? But that should really help you this Christmas. To know I have, I have the real deal. I have Jesus. Okay? And we're going to talk about it today. One mathematician determined that the odds of one person fulfilling just 60 of those, that's 20%. You'd be an absolute failure if you got 20 on a test. But if you could just do 20, if a person could just fulfill 20 out of 300 prophecies, the chances of that is 1 in 157 zeros. Like 50% chance is like 1 out of 2. How would you like to try to be one out of 157 zeros? You understand or not? What's that look like? looks like this. Pop it up. How you doing? People lie to you. They lie. Okay? People lie. Okay? Mohammed, lie. It's a lie. Excuse me. And by the way, he was a pedophile. Excuse me. Married a nine-year-old. And people don't like me for saying that. What, I can't say the truth anymore? That's going to hurt somebody's feelings? It's the truth. Believing that will not get you to heaven at all. Won't get your sins forgiven. Buddha, big Buddha, big Buddha. Big Buddha ain't going to get you nowhere. You fill in the blank. Listen, listen, they make up stuff. Nobody could do this but Jesus. I know that's not, you're dogmatic. Well, yeah, I am. That's what the Bible says. There is, no, there is no other way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's pretty straight up, isn't it? Say, guys, if you haven't heard this, I get that. I know I come across as maybe loud and arrogant, and I'm trying not to be mean, but it's the truth. I just want somebody to tell me, would you tell me the stinking truth? Well, this ain't the stinking truth. This is the sweet truth. You and me stink. And he gave his life for us. That's sweet. Amen. That's the truth. He is the what? He's the who? He's the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's just talk about it. Only he could fulfill these prophecies. Guys, if I started right now and tried to do all 300, honest to goodness, we'd be here way past that country Christmas dinner tonight. 
That's how many they are. I want to just share a few of them with you. Real quick, let's look at them. He was precisely prophesied. This is no, uh, this is no accident. What happened? This is precisely prophesied. Now, I've just picked a few for you. Let's take a quick peek. Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, will be born of a virgin. Wow. Right there out of the gate. I'd have me a big billboard for this one. Are you kidding me? You know what my little eight-year-old wants for Christmas this year? Take a wild guess. Here it is. My little eight-year-old wants, she wrote a letter to Santa Claus, and she says, I want a real baby brother. Man, I'm too old raising her. But she ain't getting no real... Where you at? Kim, are you in here? Kim, did she say that? Did you erase that on Santa's letter? Girl, we we need some help. Come on, man. But see, babies don't come through, through virgins. See, see, God is a God of integrity. God is a God who's strong. God is a God who's holy, holy, holy. And if there was one I'd have left out, if I was him, I'd have left this one out. Because that's a tough one to do right there, ain't it? But he predicted it and would be called God with us or Emmanuel. Let's see the prophecy. Hundreds of years before, even thousands. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. That's a big Behold, a virgin shall conceive and do what? Bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. God with us. Jesus is God with us. That's quite a prophecy, isn't it? That's just one of them. Watch this one. He would be given the eternal throne of David, King David of Israel. So he would come through the lineage of David of all the nationalities. It was specific. This little nation of Israel, Jesus would come through him. Isn't that crazy? That's a big world, isn't it? You see how God doesn't, God doesn't know. When he writes something down, it's truth, and you can take it to the bank. It's pretty tough stuff right here. I'm telling you, a lot of these have already come to pass. For unto us a child is born, written way back in Isaiah. Unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince a peace of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end and upon the who? Throne of who? David, upon his kingdom, to order it, to establish it with judgment, with justice from henceforth, even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Amen. So we're seeing just some things precisely prophesied. Y'all with me? You understand? I guess Christmas is a whole lot more than I thought, isn't it? Say, you hearing me or not? A little baby in a manger. What well, did a whole lot more went into this? Why would he do that? Now, here's the amazing thing. You can be radically changed if you'll let this get a hold of you. He did all this because he loves you. Now, that is crazy. See, church is, is great. I love coming to church. But, but Jesus came to save sinners. He came to love people. And He laid down His life. He gave His life a blank for many. What's the word? Ransom for many. He paid the price for us. 
If you'll look at these prophecies that I'm going to share with you and just say, wow, Lord, you love me. I'm not a piece of trash. I'm not a piece of garbage. If somebody else has treated you that way or you're watching online or listening and you feel broken, listen, God loves you. Who would do this? Yes or no? Say, does he need us? He don't need us. He loves us. We need him. Amen. What a love. I didn't grow up knowing this. This is like cuckooville to me. I'd have never heard this mess. I'd have been like, it's crazy. So I get it if some of you are feeling that way today. I know it's hard to believe, ain't it? It's just hard to believe that God would love me like this. That he would go through all this trouble. Let's keep looking at some of the prophecies. He would be born in what big city? Not New York City. Not Rome. Not Rome. No. Whole little town of Bethlehem, how still we see the lie. We got to quit. There we go. But thou Bethlehem, look way back in the Old Testament, hundreds of years before Christ. But thou Bethlehem Ephratah, though thou be what? Little among the thousands of Judah. He was born in a little town of Bethlehem. I've been there many times. Remember the first time I went to Bethlehem, I was so disappointed. I was really disappointed. I'm like, half the Christmas lights were out. Inglewood looked better than Bethlehem as far as just decorated. I was like, wouldn't you think if you decorate your house, somebody would decorate Bethlehem? Is that not how you think? Yes or no? Come on. But instead, it had a dead feeling to me. Just just ancient churches that you walked in that smelled. And they were lighting candles for something. I know, I didn't grow up in this, so maybe you're supposed to do this. I don't know. But I'm going, I'm like, wow. And they weren't nice candles. They're just like little, little sorry candles. You'd think you'd have a Yankee candle or something. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I'm, this is the way I'm feeling. You spend all this money to come over here and they don't listen. But then in the dead churches, instead of music like, you know, Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. See? It was bum, 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 bum. I'm like, I can't wait to get out of here. <sighs> Bethlehem was just a little spot in the road. That's where Jesus was predicted to be born. You know how hard that would be? Say. You know how hard it would predict to be born? Just forget. Predict the country would be a pretty good job, right? Yes or no? No, 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 no. Thousand little cities, villages, towns, and we're going to name this little tiny one. God wants you to know that you can trust Him. Say, I can trust Him. I can trust Him. I can trust His Word. Though you're little among Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth to me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Because Jesus is God. He is eternal. He is the eternal God who was made man in the flesh so that he could, he could die for you and I and so we could be saved. That's another scripture. It's a crazy thing. Here's another one. He'd be worshipped by what? Say that with me. Wise men and brought gifts. What is that? 
Well, now, guys, these are these are a lot smarter people than me that have given their life to study the scriptures. Okay, I don't sit around all day and study the scriptures, and I hope that doesn't bust your bubble. But uh, I study, but not like these, not like not like theologians that give their life. That's all they do all day long. Okay, and for centuries, and they've looked at these scriptures. The prophetic scriptures. Here's one, Isaiah 60. We'll do about three of them. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of your rising. That speaks of the kings and wise men coming to see the Christ child. Predicted hundreds of years earlier. The multitude of camels shall cover thee. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. And they shall from Sheba come. They shall bring gold. Have you ever heard of that in a Christmas story? And what? Incense. And they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. All predicted before it ever happened. Are y'all with me? Am I boring you to tears? Surely the isle shall wait for me in the ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far. Remember they came from far to worship Christ. Their silver, their gold with them unto the name of the Lord thy God and to the Holy One of Israel because He hath glorified thee. All precisely prophesied. And you think you're going to go to heaven by buying your neighbor a donut. Or going to church faithfully and getting your little church pen. Guys, there's only one name whereby we must be saved and His name is who? But what about what other people believe? Here's the answer. They believe wrong. Doesn't mean they're bad people. I believed wrong. I believe nothing. That's wrong, ain't it? Guys, do you know the Lord today? Why would you leave here today saying, Oh, I'm good, when you know you're just, you're not. You, you. Is there any good enough to get to heaven? Yes or no? No. The Bible says there is none blank. Good. No, not how many? We've all sinned and come what? Short of the what? Glory of God. Got it? Yes or no? So you might say, I think I'm good enough. You ain't. You're better than me. Okay, but if I, if I was going to hell before you got to hell, we'd both be in hell. You understand? How's that work? Got it? Keep it down. Come on, get it down. Here we go. How about this one? He would be in Egypt for a while. They don't even seem right. They don't even seem right. Egypt, Egypt was like the enemy, right? Look at the scripture. When Israel, when Israel was a child, then I loved him and I called my what? Out of where? Is that true? Do you remember that in the Christmas story? Y'all remember that? Do you remember Jesus was born and in a dream, God told Joseph to take Jesus and Mary where? To where? Egypt. And stay in Egypt until you get word. And later word came that who died? Herod died. Well, isn't that funny that even that minute detail was mentioned in the Scriptures? How y'all feeling today? Well, if that's true, how about this one? My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If that one's true, how about all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His prayer? If that one's true, how about I can do all things through Christ who's true? Are you seeing how you got to get this first? Yes or no? you got to really know that, man, I have Jesus. I have the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Why would he be in Egypt? Thus says the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, crying, bitterness, weeping. Rachel, reaping for her children, refused to be comforted for her children because they were not. Just a, it's just a scripture that points to that day, that time. Let's look at another one. He would suffer for you and me. Hmm. Was that prophesied? I said there's over 300. How many prophecies? That Jesus fulfilled. Now, He's fulfilled almost all of them already. There's a few yet to come. But let's read this one. I want you just to listen to me as I read it. He would suffer for us. Back in Isaiah. Who hath believed our report? By the way, do you believe what I'm telling you today? I've got no reason to tell you what I'm telling you. Well, you're a preacher. You're supposed to do it. I could make a lot of money a lot of other ways. Okay? I'm doing this because I've accepted Christ. I'm doing this because I believe the Scriptures. I'm passionate about it because I don't believe you have a dog's chance any other way. I know that's strong. So what? It's the right thing. Amen? So have you believed this report I've been giving you? Look at what the Lord says. Who hath believed our report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? I want you to see Jesus in prophecy. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. As a root out of a dry ground. Just think how Jesus came as a baby to Israel that had forsaken God. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see Him, there's no beauty that we should see of Him. He didn't come in all pomp and circumstance and all that. He came humble and lowly. No one would be looking for Him. He's despised and rejected of men. The Bible says, said it with me if you know it. He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. He was despised and rejected of men. He grew up in a home where it was said... Oh, there's the, there's the kid that was supposedly born of the Spirit. The names he was called when he grew up as a child. You think they just accepted that Joseph didn't impregnate Mary? No, of course they didn't. Kids like me would have been in his face all the time. People like me picking a fight. You hear me or not? That's how he grew up. He was acquainted with grief. He lived a life of grief. Look at that scripture. I mean, there's tons of these in here. Look, we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised. We esteemed him not. Those people didn't esteem him. In Nazareth, his own hometown, they tried to get him to do some miracles. And when they didn't, they tried to kill him. Didn't they? Yes or no? That's who he grew up as. Look at this. Surely he's born our what? Griefs, he's carried our sorrows. Isn't that crazy? You didn't do nothing wrong, and you're taking our stuff on you? Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded for whose transgressions? Not his own. He did no sin. He was bruised for whose iniquities? Our iniquities. The chastisement of whose peace? Our peace was on who? On him. You already had peace with God. Do you see how much you're loved? Yes or no? It's fun to read the Bible like this, ain't it? Nice. Wow. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his what? Stripes. 
we're healed. The beatings that he took, others had taken. And history tells us about being beat with pieces of glass and bone and iron in your back and the stripes that he had for you and me. And he was God. But you think you're going to get up another way? How sad. Yes or no? Amen. It's just not right. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. That's us, ain't it? Say. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of all of who? Wow. Good stuff. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. You that know the Scripture, did Jesus open up his mouth much when he was being crucified? Said very little. He said this. He said, uh, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He said this, I thirst. He said, I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah, he talked about his mother. Exactly. And then these two last words. No, three words. It is finished. I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody was beating me, I'd be swinging. I'd be probably cussing. I hate to tell you this. But I probably wouldn't be going, Father, forgive them for that. You understand? Do you see how this big this prophecy is right here? He didn't even open his mouth. He willingly gave his life for you and me. He's brought as a lamb to the slaughter as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. That means it's just not saying anything. Just... He opened not his mouth. Did that scripture come true? Yes or no? You seeing how they're good? And it's good. I mean, it's tough. He was taken from prison from judgment. Exactly. Who shall declare his generation? He was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. All prophecies fulfilled. Watch this one. He made his grave with the wicked. Let's look at that one. When Jesus was crucified, who was on either side of him? Two blanks. Thieves. Wicked people. How about this one? This is a toughie. Because Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head. He certainly didn't have a fancy grave. But with the rich, he would make his death. What does that mean? Well, that minute detail is covered. This is how much God loves you, and this is how much his word is true. That minute detail, there was a man of what city? Arimathea. And his name was who? Joseph gave his tomb, he prepared the body of Jesus, and gave his tomb to the Lord. A rich man. You think you can find anybody else that will do this for you? Say, yes or no? Yes or no? I mean, I hate to say it, Buddha's looking pretty sad about now. Yes or no? Amen. Come on, guys. Because he had done no violence, neither was there any deceit in his mouth. This is our Savior. Yet it pleased the Lord. This is crazy, right? It pleased the Lord to bruise him. God loves you so much that he, it, was, it pleased him to bruise Jesus so you could be saved. Hellraiser me. That's a love that is unbelievable. Isn't that true? Yes or no? Yeah, we ought to praise the Lord. We ought to be doing something, shouting, dancing, doing something. That's crazy. 
Amen. I got song after song. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen could ever tell. That's the love of God. Amen. You know that old song? Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. You like That's a good song, ain't it? I don't know if you know it, but I got to quit. Here we go. I'm starting to, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm singing now. Look at me. I'm all happy. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for our what? He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. See, Jesus is the only one that can satisfy the righteous judgment of God. That's why no other way will work. Jesus. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify what? We're justified. We're justified because of the blood of Jesus, because of his resurrection, his death, resurrection, the cross. We are justified. Wow. What does that mean? When God looks at me, he sees Jesus. Not that I'm Jesus, but he sees what Jesus did on Gary's behalf. I am saved because of the blood of Christ. I've been justified. An old word is just as if I'd never sinned. That's just an old way we used to say it. Justified. Just as if I'd never sinned. I've been made white as snow. Amen? Come on. That's better than frosty the snowman. I'll tell you that. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. i got to quit, Raj. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great. He shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. He was numbered with transgressors. He bare the sins of many, and he made an intercession for the transgressors. And the Bible says he still makes intercession for you and me at the right hand of God the Father. Can we praise the Lord? Come on, let's do it. Come on, come on. Come on. Man. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you ain't heard preaching like this, well, it's the way it ought to be. This is who he is. Amen? I used to cuss him. I would cuss his name. I was on the ball field a couple of weeks ago helping coach, and one of the boys just let out, Jesus Christ. And I went over to him grabbed him by his shirt. <laughs> I love this kid. I said, say my name instead. Gary Clark. Cuss my name. Don't cuss his name. And you know what, that boy? And I and I later on he'd get all he'd get all like that again. He'd go, Gary Clark. <laughs> Amen. This mouth used to cuss the Lord. Amen. I imagine there's more of you in this room like me. Amen. Wow, when you have a service like this today, it makes you want to think a little different, don't it? The Lord Jesus Christ didn't come in secret. Just real quick, he was publicly announced. He was announced to Mary and Joseph. Keep going, Raj. We saw that scripture earlier. He was announced to the shepherds. There were the same country shepherds abiding in the field. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone around about them. They were sore afraid. The angel said, Fear not. Behold, I bring good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, which is Christ the Lord. So this thing was not done in secret. Why do you keep him secret? I'm not saying be a nut. 
Do you know Jesus? Did he get out? People are going to go, you're a freak. But why would I be ashamed of him? Especially after a service like today, yes or no? Are you kidding me? Maybe you'll get you a shirt now. People might ask you, why does Christmas mean a whole lot more? And you can just maybe tell them a little bit. Amen? We don't want to be ashamed of Him. He came publicly for us. He didn't do this in secret. We shouldn't live in secret either. It was not kept a secret. Okay? His birth, miracles, crucifixion, resurrection were all done out in the what? He's called us to go and live our life out in the open. Be a light. Christianity is not some kind of secret society. Like the Jim Jones thing. And the crazy people. Guys, His name is Jesus. He saved me. He loves me. He loves you. It's a little bit more than what most people celebrate. This has got something, this has got something going on. I'm telling you. Christmas. The Lord Jesus Christ was and is powerfully opposed. And Raj, I know we got more message, but let me read this and quit. How about that, buddy? Am I close to the end? Oh, gosh. Huh. I'm going to read this. And it's going to be a little confusing to you. I'm going to read prophecies out of the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation was given after Jesus came. Correct? Correct. But I just want you to see... It's just a, it's a scripture that shows just how much opposition is to, the, is to the Lord. Do you remember a few years ago, I honestly thought our country was headed toward not saying Merry Christmas anymore in public. Did you all remember that or not? I remember that. I started, we started printing bumper stickers. Merry Christmas, Fellowship Church of Inglewood. And you would hear me many times, wouldn't you? Say, don't say Happy Holidays. There's still some businesses that don't like you to, they don't like to put it in their stores. Target's one of them. I just read this the other day. Home Depot was that way, but they have turned the ship around. Now they on the Christmas train again. Good, 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 good. You know what I'm saying? But to offend people, you can't say Merry Christmas because it'll offend some people. That is such bull, it ain't even funny. I've never met anybody while I say Merry Christmas. They, oh, oh, you offended me. It's a lie. It's a big, fat, stinking lie. That's crazy. Like saying Happy Valentine's. Oh, oh. It's bull. Y'all will hear me or not. It's all because Christ is opposed. And there's a wicked one called the devil that wants to stamp him out. And that's what Revelation says. I just want you to look at it. But now it's got some past prophecies that's fulfilled and some future ones. There appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and her head, a crown of 12 stars. I don't want to get into a lot of debate here, but the point is, most likely speaking of Israel and the 12 tribes of Israel. And she being with Child cried, travailing in birth, pain to be delivered. Jesus coming forth. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns upon his head. 
And his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be be delivered. To do what to that child? To do what? To devour that child. Did that happen in real time in the New Testament? Absolutely. We already alluded to it. When Jesus was born, Herod did everything he could to go and kill that child. Yes or no? It's just opposition to Jesus. Opposition to Jesus. To devour the child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God to his throne. Are you seeing Jesus there? And the woman, Israel, fled into the wilderness. I believe this is future prophecy. Where she hath a place prepared of God that they should... Feed her there two, uh, 1,203 score days. That's part of the tribulation period that will come in the future. And there was war in heaven. Did you know there's war in heaven? War in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought against his angels and prevailed not, neither was there found any place anymore in heaven. I'm just telling you, the message of Christ, Jesus, this incredible message, is opposed But we are the light, guys. Say that with me. We are the what? We're the light. If we don't shine, listen, we're not going to let that happen. Amen. Say, it's not happening. And so the dragon prevailed not, neither was there found any place more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the who? Devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. And he was cast out of the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Later we'll find in the Scriptures in Revelation, he was cast into the lake of fire. I know that's a weird Scripture to end on. I had more, but we better stop. But the point is, Satan powerfully opposes the message of Christ. Maybe that makes a little clearer now why people... It's not people. People don't mind you saying Merry Christmas. I want to do a quick poll. How many, you said Merry Christmas somebody and they cast you out. Can I see some hands? I'm looking. It's just a lie. That's how he works. Christ wants to deceive us that if we live for Christ, if we shine our light for Christ, if we make Christmas about Christmas, that somehow people are going to be offended. People are going to love that you love them. They're going to love that you love the Lord. Do you hear me or not say That's just the way it is. This is the best time of the year. Don't believe the lie. Get out and live for the Lord. Amen. Now, I got to quit. Let's thank the Lord for his word this morning. I got to quit. I'm done. I'm wore out. That's time.